Campers, hi, Bo here. Uh, we don't know where you're at right now and what time it is where you're listening, but uh, there's a good chance that most of you drink coffee. If you don't, that's okay. We still love you. But if you do like coffee, we've got a pretty good deal here with Roasters Marketplace, uh, which is a curated small batch specialty coffee marketplace that features over 35 independent craft coffee roasters from around the country. That's a lot. You can shop by roaster, you can shop by country of origin, roast level, bean variety, even processing method, which is so nerdy, and I love that. Uh, they will help you explore the delicious offerings through one of their many subscription plans. Enjoy great coffee at home from Roasters Marketplace. You don't have to leave, and if you're in California, you can't leave. Uh, but so head over to roastersmarketplace.com, put in the code CAMPFIRE, and you'll get free shipping. That's roastersmarketplace.com. Okay, let's get into the show. Come on kids now gather round Grab along and sit right down What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire now hit the ground It's the campfire shit show And now your camp counselors Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo Ah, yes. Another week, another show. Oh and I'm gosh. so excited about this show. It's not just you and I looking at our big fat faces I know. Together. I'm really stoked because, uh, you know, this year has been, uh, for lack of a better word, unprecedented. What's in, happened? Something, uh, uh, something happened. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's it's a little bit different because you have to think about if you're going to have a guest on, all the precautions, all the steps you have to take. And in this case, we didn't do any of that. We didn't wash our hands. We uh, breathed on each other. And mm-hmm. we still invited someone strange into the house. Correct. So out of uh, out of all the people <laughs> that we've had on this podcast, I am so stoked to go into this episode with our friend Dustin Nickerson. And why is that, you may ask? As a second time. Our first second timer. Our first second timer. Because the first time around... Meryl and Dustin had kind of a weird energy that I thought like he doesn't like her yeah. and she's now dying to get him to like her. In our first uh, episode, he was his body language was inching away uh-huh. towards me. He and didn't like, like the things you said. Yeah. He, he was kind of rolling me. his eyes a little bit. And, and, and this is not to his detriment. He he was just responding yes, naturally. You love when people don't like me. No, I just you love it. You I like it when up. people challenge you. And in this case, you were so challenged by the idea that like someone could possibly in this world not like you. And so that's why I'm very excited, <laughs> very excited to get into the sleeping bag with our good friend and second timer, uh-huh. Dustin Nickerson. Mm. Here we go. I'm zipping us all in, whether he likes it or not. <laughs> I was just going to say, I really appreciated in your special, Overwhelmed, available on Amazon now. Yeah, that, um, very I think, subtle. Very I think subtle. you did a really great <laughs> job of the mask thing, because that's that's. I think you really handled it well, where you were like, I am pro-mask. When did it turn into like that we have to wear it now when we work out, or that when we're like two feet or 12 feet? So right. you handled it, because even in my mind, I was like, how do we do comedy with such a divisive you know, right, issue? You right. really handled it well. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. That's because, well, like all bits, they failed for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and then they found what worked and didn't offend too many people and also still made my point and still got funny. But I, I think that that's the case with like everything. Like, you know, like, I mean, L.A., I, I would never celebrate an increase in like cases and hospitalizations sure. or anything like that. LA has been one of the most extreme lockdowns and protocols in right. the country and has some of the worst numbers in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, that's the point. Nobody knows what they're doing. Right. Stop playing expert. Yes. Stop acting yes. like, you know, everything just like it's, it's a pandemic. It's new. It's a new virus. Nobody has answers. I think you touched that on that in your special, which is like, yes, I agree with you about like, just wear like wear a mask. I'm right. I'm not against wearing sense. a mask, yeah. but also the rules have been a little bit faded, and so they and they're constantly changing. So that's why people are so irritated. Right. Okay. Before we get into this, yeah, I'm sorry. I just didn't know I, that I, I love have, you and that I care about you. I have an agenda because <laughs> first off, this is unprecedented because we've never had a guest twice. Right. Okay. You are the first time that yes. we've done that. <laughs> We're on episode 145. All right. And you are the first time we've ever right. had someone twice. Excellent. Ooh, there's a reason for that. Okay. Okay, the last time you were on, oh my god, which was great. I know what this is. Which I was do great. Too. I do too. Okay. Which was I great. I thought Dustin should hold hands but, during this. Uh, but immediately, if it I wasn't just, a pandemic. <laughs> I felt this energy between the two of you, where 
I don't know you that well, but I've I've been around you. I've 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 met you. Yeah, we've so many been at times. Some shows and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, I know you're a comedian. I know that with that comes a very special <laughs> brew of you know personality. <laughs> We're all broken. <laughs> but what I noticed watching the two of you, I was like. Oh, he doesn't like her very well. He's kind of irritated and, and rolling his eyes a little bit, which I totally 100% get, and so do our <laughs> listeners. And then Meryl, Meryl in pure Meryl form, after the show, I was like, you know, Dustin's a really great guy, and I could tell he was just like not really into you. <laughs> and then she, in, in true Meryl form, was like, I'm going to make it my 100% purpose in life to make him like me. <laughs> I did not. You didn't say You're it. You're skipping the part you where didn't you say said it. that Dustin asked about, you, I guess at a comedy show, in Dustin's world, no, he no, no, said, no, no. He, no, what's up no, with Meryl? But no, Bo no, said that you had asked about me, like, me. what's up with Meryl? As though I have like a robotic defect or something. No, that's not true. That you're, you're <laughs> fuck you, Meryl. What if Dustin now takes over? Dustin, Dustin. I feel Dustin. like you guys are the ones upset with each other right now. <laughs> 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 um, uh, you, I feel like he playfully didn't like No, me. no, you talked to Daniel. Daniel told me now maybe this is Daniel's part, but you had said like, oh yeah, I did uh, did Campfire Shit Show. I did the yeah. your friends thing, yeah, uh, both thing. Um, what's up with the Merrill girl? Like, and, and I was like, that's one hundred percent. Like, you are right to ask yeah, that you question. Are. Right. Lots of people do. And so then I said to you like, oh yeah, he asked like, <sighs> what's up with you? And then she took it. She went to great lengths I know. to like follow you on Instagram. Yeah, comment on everything you did yeah. to be like, "Hey, you're the best. Look at my look at my friend Dustin." Lauren, my my other my real best friend <laughs> Lauren O'Brien really loves him. Yeah, and I and so thought, you were like, "Why do I hate him?" That's what no, you were saying. No, I know I never hated Dustin. I don't mm-hmm. hate Dustin. I think we play didn't like each other because I was like. I like essential oils. I like, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm every, I'm optimistic. She likes calling things salsa. That's, yeah. the, that's a thing. <laughs> I am your wife. <laughs> I think that, that he, it's, it's playfully fun not to like, sure. me. or maybe he did ask about me in the way I was like, what the fuck is wrong with her? And, right. And I have enough self-confidence to know that some people will be. But like I just, that. I thought it was so funny because you started to unravel and you had to prove that yes. Dustin liked you. I had to yeah. become, I had to like make it right. Okay. So that I, being said, that being said, I want Dustin. Okay. Tell yeah. his perspective. How does this unravel for you? First off, I think that the key here is if you want to get back on a podcast, don't like one of the hosts. Because <laughs> that is, yeah, totally. Who saw don't that like- coming? Who saw that coming? I, I got I got new followers out of the deal. I got to come back on the pod. Uh, here, this, so my recollection of all of this was uh, you guys talked about this on an episode, and you sent me the clip. I oh said, my yes. God, Meryl. <laughs> Meryl and I was totally caught off guard by it because right. I was I mean in this because because you thought like who's Meryl I don't even remember this no no, no I remembered it but I didn't I didn't think <laughs> Please. uh I didn't think anything of it I just Me walked either. away I was like oh that was fun I wanted you to know because San Diego is a very sm- small yet large city yeah that like if if it got back to you that we were shit talking you or making you as my arch nemesis yeah even if you thought I was stupid I at least wanted to do my part and be like no, hey I've, on my end this is like silly so I felt bad no. because I have a crippling need to be liked and so the <laughs> idea that somebody didn't thought that I didn't like them like there's plenty of people I don't like, but that very rarely gets out. I don't want people right. to know that I don't like but them. I so am, in this case, it got like out. No, yeah. no, 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 no. This didn't get out. Like this, I'm, I'm still trying. This, the Daniel comment, I don't rec- recall at all. So that could well, here, be. Well, here, let me play it for you. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. What I, what I'm thinking, I was asking was your relationship status. Ah. That's what I'm thinking. Mine? No, with each other. Oh, oh. Because oh, oh, I oh. didn't know the connection between you two. Oh, I see. I, see. I was like, do they live together? Is there a couple? No. But but I don't. There's no way. I mean, sure. Who knows? Sure. I just probably bombed at Whistle Stop. Who knows? <laughs> I was You're probably just like, fuck that Meryl girl. I was I don't probably know deflecting. <laughs> I'd probably just had like been heckled by the eleven regulars that have to stay. Oh my god. Because That's Whistle so Stop won't kick them out. Right, they won't do They've it. They've been drinking since two the day before. It's true. And the, and the rest of the show is absolute fire. Yes. <laughs> and then it's like, uh, yeah. you know. Um, but I, yeah, but I do remember on the pod, if there was any energy that you would have caught that was me negative towards her, because I do, I really like you as a person. I hmm. totally uh, hate your opinion on stand-up comedy. <laughs> oh, then I think it's oh, which, hard which to watch Which is my boring. life. Because yes, you yes. were like, because even the first thing I said when it, um, when we came up here, we were down there, you're like, gosh, 52 minutes, that's a long time. You're totally like, right. Like, what's a compliment is when somebody's like, oh my gosh, it was over so fast. that, And you're like, sure. gosh, 52 minutes, huh? 
and, and that you is like, really think it, but you're not yeah. stand-up's not your thing <laughs> no because you really were talking not. about going to these weird dumb alt shows that's right the people where people thing. are like reading books oh, for half there of was it. a lecture and, and i loved it and it you loved it lecture. and yeah. i was like this does not belong in the world of stand-up comedy <laughs> i hate it i hate it so much wow yeah. he remembers that that's totally and that's remember. where i think yeah but that's nothing to do with you personally i just think you have bad taste <laughs> i do <laughs> i do i i I even said it because it, it blows my mind. I think that's such a feat to be able to stand up there and like be by yourself up on stage. Oh, yeah. For you did minutes. actually just she did just it's say like, that. It's like the first thing we said, like, sheesh. I'm like, you could have done a seven minute yeah. set, but no, you did a one hour yeah. special. That's I mean, like, 52. Don't you think you could have like condensed this yeah. a little bit? It would have been great and if yeah. you had stopped and read a book up there for a while. Or maybe you brought, brought up a small guitar or some <laughs> yeah. stupid stuff. A juggling act somewhere? Like, yeah. come on. Jeez, no, me man. sending him the Meryl? clip was was me for real knowing that if it got back to him that hit, that you and I were talking shit yeah. I at least wanted him to know that like that's true not that I relate to that care and yeah. who cares but I wanted to like not have it be I wanted you to know at least from my end you could write you could have wrote back like you uh, stupid bitch okay Meryl, that. Meryl I just also know you well enough and have seen you in so many situations where if you think someone doesn't like you you either like flip your hair and go there's fuck them I don't, don't like care you. they're a piece of garbage or you go I'm gonna make them like me those are the only two options and in this case Luckily for us, I mean, you said Dustin will be my best fucking right, friend. Right, right. And I never disliked you, so Me neither. that's I never nice. disliked you either. Yeah. I don't think you're paying attention, Dustin. I even told I told Bo that I think you're funnier than I... This is going to be a backhand. Here we go. I, know. Now, I might not like you at the end of this episode, but you know... You are extremely funny. I, I didn't... I guess I didn't know that much of your comedy before we sure. had you on. Bo had known had known you from you know the Rift City stuff. Sure. And then when I finally started following you, I was like, your tweets are so 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 funny. And then now I'm I'm like a Dustin fan. Thank you. I really you. am. Well, now I really like you. Okay, so <laughs> you had all it. To say. You had it. You're so funny. I, I I love this beef, but we're gonna transition because I do want to talk about your tweets because yes. I often wonder how the fuck does uh when you're tweeting. It must be so much pressure. You've got to keep that up all the time. Is that a is that a, a pain in your ass or do you love it? It's actually a nice outlet for me because my brain already kind of thinks like that. Mm -hmm. Like I'm already like I mean, that's the life of really anyone in like, you know, creative world is like you're constantly creating. But the thing that sure. comics create are ideas. And like we just come up with critical thoughts and ideas and jokes and irony and takes and all that kind of stuff. And so Twitter is like a, just a nice place to just go put that out there. Sure. And if people like it, uh, you know, to to maybe put it on other platforms. And if it's uh, a really rich idea that people seem to really like go, OK, is this something that I develop into a bit? So it's, at times it's exhausting because th that's like the constant just pressure of the Internet. Right. It just because when you it. have a great thought, of course, you want to of right. course you want right. to share it. But then on those days where you're like, I'm not feeling it. Do you feel like you still have to share something? Yes. Every and, day, and right? It's all the multiple times a day. Right. Yeah. So, so what is there anything that you said that like got a really bad like response? Like where people are like, fuck you, you're an idiot. I like that you think there would just be one. <laughs> <laughs> so many. You've uh, posted about some political stuff. Like you followed it up with like people have been mad about this. I yeah, I like doing that. The cause the only way that I can deal with trolls is to ignore them altogether, which is very hard. But to me, that's the ultimate of just like, oh, I'm not going to let you know that I even know you exist. Right. Okay. You know, like, yeah. which is like, a, ugh, mm -hmm. you know, but at the same time, I don't have that many followers. Like sometimes you'll have a post and I'll have like three comments and, and th that troll will be like, I know we saw that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, which one were you? Yeah. Like yeah first, yeah. second or third? Exactly. Like, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. all three comments. Yeah. Yeah. And the other two comments have my last name. <laughs> like, this seems a little nepotistic. Oh, here. that's so funny. Um, but the uh, but really the only way and I'm got, I've gotten better at this is just laughing at them. And then when I can share them like I did one today where I, I like sometimes I'm like surprised that when people get butthurt over it because, you know, I'm like this. is I, I don't know how many times I this is like my go to response now to people is like this is a comedy account. Right. Like yeah. this is right. what this is going to be here. Yes. Like the literal first thing in my pro is joke teller. Like mm -hmm. this is right. You right. know, and people are like I did one. You commented on it. 
Before you said I love you, Dustin. Actually, yes. I love you. Where I oh, made a so joke about. Don't you understand? She's pulling yeah, you yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's no, pulling no, you because, in because because masks are such a a crazy divisive thing. Yeah. And I love like I wouldn't have thought maybe, maybe once again this is the story I'm telling myself is it's nice for me to have someone like you who seems like a sane logical person to like speak up about even just a funny thing of like someone in their right. Christmas the family wearing masks that was the and thing. Photo. Like I yeah. said, like if you I swear to God if I see you <laughs> in a picture if your Christmas card photo is you and your family and I'll never talk to you again in a mask there's no and that's like a that's both I'm, I, I'm not it's not even a comment about masks right it's about virtue signaling correct mm-hmm. yeah and it's about yeah. like that's not a creative idea right stop it that's right. not and I'm, I like creative Christmas cards my family does one each year we already did ours this year we did a big elaborate one it's kind of in the same thought where we did it all on a zoom call like oh, our that's family cute. oh that's, that's nice. I, I yeah. like it being in the idea but like yeah. the mask thing like how many all the statues have had masks on them everybody with masks uh, on their yes. stupid pumpkins yep their you facebook know. photos when a family has like we're superheroes i'm like I no know. you're fucking not no all. no you're just following the rules right and that's fine <laughs> yeah. i wear my mask all the time you know like but you're, but, you're right when i see a statue or an inanimate object yeah. with a mask i'm like it's been done. It was funny at Maybe first. Maybe it was funny back in March. Yeah, You exactly. know what I mean? Yeah. So people got upset about that? So one guy and those re- are the people. Ugh. There was a guy who responded on Twitter was like, I'm sorry that, uh, or something that was like, it's something about your friends in real life or I'm sorry for your friends in real life who are going to see how shallow you are or how oh vain you are. I was like, my friends in real life think I'm hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're thrilled to be friends with me. They're friends with a professional comic. <laughs> it's a great job for them. Like that's my, I'm, my, I'm friends with professional comics and entertainers and podcasters. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. a dream. It's, yeah. the, it's the old Nate Bargatze bit. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know Nate. Nate. Is he yeah. a stand-up? Yeah, he's Wouldn't a stand-up. I'm sure you hate him. Um, not your thing. Uh, you wanted something a little more. Is there like the, some marine biology? Yeah, you in want some more, <laughs> something more on the poetry angle. Um, you just want a humorous TED talk. Uh, but he has a great bit about you know his wife is like you know it's like well you always hang out with your friends. He's like yeah my friends are professional comedians. It's a good time. <laughs> yeah. So no yeah. my friends in real life are not peeved. And plus they know what this is. But there's always someone. There's always right. But sure. when I can share that with other people. And then the people who do rock with me, like my fans and stuff like, and they laugh at it. Then yeah. we're all laughing at that loser. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. a good feeling. I felt like we were all hermit crabs at first in this whole thing. And then seeing how other people feel about it. Where, yes. And I was going to ask, I think, did you and your family go on a road trip like at some point? Yeah. Yeah. Where family, I had uh, ver- like a uh, one of the few shows shows that I've done. I did in, in Comedy Works at Comedy Works in Denver. I was doing a weekend there. And, you know, I was, I was just kind of looking at my wife. I was like, I mean, we have nothing else to do. Yeah. Let's just drive to Denver and back go. and road trip and take our time, do more than four or five hours out on the way out. We'll do all the outdoor dumb hiking stuff, you know, <laughs> and like, you know, that's it's the only stuff you can do, you sure. know, yeah. like. And uh, it was great. It was just it, we, it, we just needed to eat up some time. Yes. You know, yeah. it's it's. Uh, and now I was just telling my wife this earlier, like we were just, we were, uh, on a jog, uh, which is a dumb wow. thing. We took out up during quarantine. I, I, I jog with my wife now. I've become You're the, per- I've become the person I hate. <laughs> I have just getting out. Oh, you know, we both, what do you talk about? We got each other running shoes for Christmas. Oh, oh, I know. On. Come on. And I'm talking about your bad taste. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Jogging with your spouse that you've been with since you've been 19. Since I was uh, dating since I was 16. Uh, and you're a young dude, right? You're, yeah. What, how old are you? I'm 36. So I don't and know. And you've got you, how many kids? Three kids. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So we were, yeah, we were, uh, I'm not off the rails now. I have no oh, sorry. Oh, the, the road trip. Did you, you get the road feedback trip. from you people? You got shoes. Like, why you're are you jogging. On a road trip? Yeah. I don't know what the thought was. Fuck. Yeah. My thought was I guess I just wanted to tell you guys I was working out. I decided to work that in. And my thought when I saw you on the road trip when I was which is so weird but I'm like oh okay Dustin's one of like those people like someone that would be okay to be on a road trip so it's so weird where I think we're all just looking for like I mean we are pack animals and used to tribes where we're like okay these people are doing this I feel okay the tone changes so fast oh what I was telling my wife is I said like the the lockdown sequel, that's what I'm calling mm-hmm. what we're in right now, is way more intense. It's like a sequel mm-hmm. where the intensity really got, yeah. it's like Wrath of Khan. Like yeah. It got way, yeah. way yeah. more like, oh my gosh. And people, the media's making sure of it. Like, oh yeah, and in California, it's just like, <sighs> I saw today, they're like, California, you know, threatens stricter measures. I'm like, where do you go from here? Like, yeah. 
I understand. Stay like, in only the first floor of your <laughs> house. Like, like Newsom has his dick like you, up my ass. Yeah. You, <laughs> you have to be crouching at all yeah, times. All, yes. yeah. Always crawl. All fours. All the time. All fours. Okay. So you just filmed this thing, which is kind of crazy because, you know, I'm sure it's not how you envisioned uh, filming your first special. No. no is no, being no. in uh, downtown L.A. in right. a parking lot with yes. everyone having masks on, which yes. must be so crazy for a comedian to really want and need that response from the crowd yeah. and then not be able to see people's faces. Literally the worst environment possible. Yeah. It was, but you know, so my timeline was, uh, back when I was a young man in February, uh, <laughs> uh, we, I had like my first run of shows that got canceled were, I had three straight road weekends and then a Wednesday showcase at the Hollywood improv that was going to be in front of buyers, essentially mm. potential, Netflix, HBO, those sure. kind of, you're just hey, who knows what would have happened of it. Yeah. But it was, hey, here's my hour. Do you guys want to see it? Or do you get, do you guys want to buy, buy it? it. Do you want to yeah. do something with this? And then everything just slowly, and it wasn't even slow in the, in my world, at least like one thing got canceled, two things got canceled. Yeah. Then my books were done. It wow. just all went away yeah. really fast. Da-da-da-da. It was a crazy domino effect. And then, but you know, uh, Louis CK talks about how, you know, a joke has a fruit like, um, lifetime where it you know it, it starts off hard and then it gets ripe and then eventually it starts to turn bad sure. and you just kind of get mm-hmm. tired of it you mm-hmm. know and that's kind of like oh my gosh I've been running this hour for a few years now yeah. I gotta get rid of some of these jokes they're already starting to get diminishing returns I want to just get rid of this and you know and then uh, what the way that it came about was uh, a guy named Kevin Fredericks is Kev on stage is, is, is um, all his social media stuff. Big social media guy, stand up comic. He's been doing this virtual comedy club where at where we filmed it at Transit uh, Studios in L.A. There's like 10, 15 people there each time, but it's streaming out to, you know, 10,000 people. Oh, so it's and, streaming. Yeah, his okay. is. Yeah. And so I went up. I had a great set. It went really it was really fun. And uh, and then the the head of transit was like, hey, man, we want to whatever you're doing, we want to be a part of it. Cool. And I That's told him, I was like, I'm kicking around this special. What a, maybe there's something here because I had I'd started this backyard tour over the summer when everything went. So I've been touring backyards for most of you know the last six months. And I was like, well, maybe we could do something with that. You know, I could get yeah. a camera crew with me. And then when we had a shot, I was like, I know this space works, you know, mm-hmm. like. And then, you know, that wasn't exactly we built out the space. We added some stuff. We added, the, you know, the bear behind me and the motif and everything, all the different. And uh, it kind of came together in a way that was like, you know, it wasn't. Listen, like comedy specials are kind of a diamond dozen. Sure. Like, oh, cool. You guy comes out and crushes do a sold out theater for an hour. Like there's yeah. a, there's a lot of those. Sure. And then I was like, you know, we might actually have something to make that's kind of fun and cool and unique and different and it's unlike other people anything you've ever seen and has enough stuff like my goal and it was like i wanted to um talk a lot about what's going on but not exclusively i wanted to have because then it doesn't have it has no shelf life exactly i want this to have people be like oh this is so old and they'll avoid it because they're like oh gosh i don't want to think about that and the uh friend of mine irene too who's a comic i'm actually doing her show as soon as we're done here she's got a zoom show Hmm. uh where she said like it's not a covid special but it's COVID aware. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I, and I like, like that. that. You know, I was like, it's like COVID scented. I like that a lot. <laughs> I have a question for you. When So when you said the jokes that you were doing had diminishing return, is that because of like your relationship with them or your fans have just like seen you do them a few times? Um, the fans, not so much because uh, A, I don't have that many fans. <laughs> Those three uh, comments. That's yeah. actually not true. You well, know that's you not do. true. You have, have fans. fans. Yeah. I do have fans. But like say if you have 30,000 followers, that's sure. a lot of Instagram followers. Sure. You spread that out across the country. That's like I got two in Tulsa. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. So if I roll course. into Tulsa, I'm not moving on. Meaning that um, I could go into a city and still, if I'm touring that city, still the majority of those people who are there have not seen my joke. But it's more my relationship mm. with them and that you just go. Um, somebody had this tweet. Um, I forgot who said it. Um, it Byron Powers. I forget who it was. There was a, a comic who said this the other day. He said it's important to, um, and you guys will get this, uh, you know, as uh, creators like it goes a lot of pressure you're putting on this when he goes well he said like you uh it's important to stop telling those jokes um because you don't want to remain the person you were when you wrote them sure absolutely because i have evolved on those yeah there's an evolution absolutely exactly no no no. i i I meant those things through and through back then but there were you know there's jokes that you just kind of ditch along the way you know and in that world of creativity art or whatever writing uh comedy it's like 
I do see people who are still doing the same thing they did 10 years ago. Right, right. And it's not impressive anymore. No, 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 or no. Or they, they did that one, like in art, I get this a lot, like someone will show me their portfolio or show me their work and it's like, I know you drew that at the zoo 20 years ago <laughs> yeah. and you still have it in your portfolio yeah. you have not evolved are you yeah. telling me that this is the one drawing of an elephant yeah. you did that you're like that's my drawing of elephants this was like, very clearly a second year art institute yes, project yes <laughs> it's like you need to move on yeah and you got to let go of it and, and the best thing you can do is let go of ideas in general like yeah. you got to because otherwise they start to own you yeah i i i no, I, I would say the people that I disrespect the most are the people who like still hold on to the same ideas that they did when they were young. And yeah. I was like, I mean, just yeah. really like, yeah, Meryl. Yeah. I was just going to say that's, that's one way that Dustin <laughs> shouldn't hate me. Not that I'm trying to convince yeah. you not to hate me still to this still day. You are. Still you are. But no, yeah. no, no. I agree that it has to, you have to move on and have different thoughts. I even listen sure. to our old podcast episodes. Like I don't really relate to we've even right. now it's like weird when people still will comment on stuff yeah. from like a year ago. And I right. feel like yeah. you get right. it probably the same with comedy. It's like you get it out and then yeah. you kind of are able to move you on. You change over bit. time. You wouldn't recognize your old self. Yeah, you know? totally. you're, you're like Nebula in Endgame. Uh-huh. Do you guys get that reference? No. Oh, but I know are you kidding me? I'm major nerd. I'm yeah. major nerd. You know, when he, she, the yeah. future her uh-huh. meets old her. Oh, and the old yeah. her's like, we would never trade no be a traitor. Yeah. Does it have to do with frankincense <laughs> essential oil? No, 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 okay, no, no, no. This, no. All right. Uh, okay, so let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back with Dustin Nickerson. Here we go. Campers, did you let yourself go in 2020 while in quarantine? Well, guess what? We're here to help you. And so is Manscaped. You know, Manscaped is our, our main man over here. Uh, they are ready to help you reboot and stay clean and shaved in 2021. You don't want to come out of quarantine with dirty ass, hairy balls. Come on. Nobody wants that. So get yourself in shape. Put some shit together. Get Manscaped. Trim your balls. I'm talking to you and you know who you are. Uh, this is the third generation trimmer and it even has a light on it so you can do it in the dark i guess that makes it a little bit more creepy but like you can still do it if you wanted to it's waterproof as well so you can jump in the shower and do that i mean it's a pretty rad thing it's a pretty rad thing also they offer this thing called the crop preserver which is an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer i mean you put deodorant in your armpits why not put it on your balls too right can we just talk about balls a little bit more i feel like we should just you and me okay let's write me a message let's talk about balls I know it feels like you might never, ever see a human again outside of your own home, but it's going to happen. And, and honestly, even if you're not going to see anybody else, you should still have clean shaven balls. That's my opinion. So here's the deal. You're going to get 20% off plus free shipping with the code campfire at manscaped.com. That's 20% off free shipping. Holy fuck. Just do this with the code campfire at manscaped.com. Your balls will thank you. Now let's get back to the show. Okay, let's talk about your special a little bit more because yes. I think it's really rad that you were... I mean, it's available on Amazon Prime right now. Right. And so how do you go from like, I want to make a special with this place and then I'm on Amazon Prime? Yeah, well, it's still very independent. You know, like it happened very organically, which is the way that I, I like. Industry as a general rule uh, does not care about me, uh, mm-hmm. nor do I care about them. That probably goes both ways. Uh, industry is just full of parasites and leeches and <laughs> talentless people who just try and make money. They treat talent like stocks, mm. you know, yeah. like, oh, I'm going to invest in you. And then when you stop making money, I'm going to kick you to the curb. Right, yeah. Like, right. I don't have an agent. I have a guy named Kevin that helps me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love it. It's Kevin. It's Kevin. Yeah. yeah. And he's awesome. And he's independent. And we used to be with a big agency. And I was like, this is slow and I hate it. Yeah. And it's just I hate things that move slow. Yeah. You know, and so we this came about like. Um, that I was like, well, let's talk about, I love the work that you guys are doing. I had stuff that you've made. You've made a couple specials, but you're this small little boutique type thing anyways. And, uh, you know, when we kind of started kicking around, it's like, we, you make it. So we own it. It's a hundred percent us. Nobody owns it. Us and the production company and the one investor, which is Kev, mm-hmm. Kev on stage. So it's just us who own it. We can do anything we want cool. with it. And we're like, okay, we're going to put it in these two spots, which was, there's a website called Gumroad, which is just a cool alternative for people who don't want to use Amazon, uh, or don't have it. Um, and then, and then I wanted to have it on, uh, Amazon because, uh, like Netflix is and HBO and Hulu. I mean, those are all just big corporate entities that sure. you have to, they have to want it. Yeah. And I was right. like, I'm not going to even pitch it to you. I'll just sell it to my people. And I'll own right. it forever. And you guys, uh, you know, I'm you're at the beginning of the year. My like, uh, I didn't know how much it was going to come to fruition. But I told him like, I used to have like very practical like, um, 
very like you can check this off Mm -hmm. type resolutions. And then in my world, like those things, I could be like, hey, I want to get I want to do a late night set on Conan. Well, that's not up to me. Yeah. Why am I putting my goals into somebody else's hands? Sure, yeah. sure. That's up to some dude named JP yeah. who has to like go through my set and like right. it or not like it. And he's just some dude. Like, right. But so like it was like the whole I told my wife I was like, we're betting on ourselves this year. I this love is the that. whole thing. Like you're just all us individual. We're betting on us and our work. And we have enough of a fan base that I think we can do some stuff. Yeah. And and that's where it came from. So I was like, OK, well, we'll put it on Amazon and these places. But they just. They house it. They don't own it. They don't, sure. and they get a little piece of it. Of right. course they do, because it's on their sure. site. But Amazon is is very much kind of. I mean, it's it's kind of like the comparison. Like if Amazon is Apple, or excuse me, if Apple is Netflix, Amazon is Android. Mm. You know, where like it's not like the main one, but it's more you like it's more creator friendly. Sure, like it's very hard to get into the Apple Store. Sure, it's much easier to get into the Android one. Same with Amazon, because Amazon like. Someone said this is like Amazon streaming. Streaming is like a side hustle to Amazon. <laughs> you know, oh, like yeah. that's not their big thing. Sure. So you can upload it directly through there and it just lives there. So that's and, awesome. And that would all went into the decision too of like, are we going to charge for it? Or are we going to like, cause it's a renter buy. Like, it does it, legitimize the, the effort though. I mean, if you were to yeah. say like, I mean, honestly, just to our listeners, we say like, hey, go check this out on Amazon Prime. It's like, oh, I have that. I understand that. I can right. go get that. But if you're like, go to my website, click right. on the link, right, pay, right, right. put your credit card in. It's like, you're going to lose a lot of people just on the clicks. Yeah. Right? Just like, yeah. Oh, that's a lot. I got to totally. think about things. Totally. You know? totally. Yeah. And that's kind of what we're like. Hey, listen, even with giving money, like you'll like when we were like, OK, we are going to charge because, listen, I haven't had regular work since March. Sure. But through Amazon, you throw a couple bucks at Amazon all the time. You're all right. the time. All yeah. the time. Yeah. You're like, yeah. I want to watch Venom tonight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, whatever it may be, you're like, but it gets in your mind. I mean, like, but you didn't watch Venom, right? I oh, mean, I, I, I mean, come, total you guilty. like no, Venom. Don't like it. We'll watch it. Oh, more than once. Oh, of multiple. My kids like it. Okay. Well, yeah. the, oh, it's, well, my dog likes it too, but I, I say no. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. Wow. I like most anything that uh, Tom Hardy's in, except Mad Max. Man, I didn't oh, like that movie. That is a rough one. You know what? I watched it recently because I was like, oh, it looks, it's, you know, creatively, it's like, it's awesome. Right. Like the set yeah. designs, the character. It's like, it's really, it's like, I can't watch this movie. It's boring. It's like three hours of car troubles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a guy breaking down for I've, three hours. I've never seen yeah. a road trip where you get to where you're going and go, yeah. oh, this isn't where we want to be. Let's yeah. go back to where we started. Uh, it's like, I'm done. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. I felt watching that how Meryl Files watching stand up. <laughs> I was like, this doesn't need to be like this. See, I don't you... know what you guys are even talking about, but I know that I like boys that are nerdy and sturdy. Because that's <laughs> nerdy what and sturdy. Hey, I don't want to give away everything. That's right now. fun because it rhymes. So Do you think uh, that um, that late night appearances moves tickets as, at all in like, you know, pretend the non COVID world, but like, right. does that translate into people wanting to come? Certainly out not anymore? like it used to. Right. Yeah. You know, so what does Jerry move? Seinfeld, you got his book on the calendar, uh, you know, on the table there. Uh, I mean, he was made by Johnny Carson. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, people used to get made by Johnny Carson. You hear that all the time. It's like you had to get on Carson like to like yeah. get made. I'm watching yeah. that documentary yeah. right now. Who on got the com- banned from that? Cause Johnny Carson, yeah. pretty sexist. I know. I love her. Yeah. I, uh, I've been watching that comedy store documentary. Have you yeah. watched it? Uh, no, it's really fantastic. I've heard there's great things. It, about it's really it, yeah. good, but they talk a lot about Carson and that kind of thing. It yeah. doesn't exist like that anymore. Yeah, and it was that's just one guy. It wasn't even Johnny Carson. Just one Booker. Yep. Making and breaking careers. Yeah. Yep. Like I like that it is a little more. Um, it's very much. It's 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 a double edged sword because anyone can do anything and anyone can go viral and anyone can pop and anyone can be like Andrew Schultz and just put out great kind of the people yeah. rock heavy with and they can come up with these creative ideas and you know go and read your Gary V nonsense oh my and, gosh, yeah. and just keep grinding uh, and yes. put it out there that's great but that has inspired a, a very busy market and sure. so it's very hard to get noticed in those things because there's so many people you know but to answer your first question there is hardly anything that can make you anymore. And I think the only thing is the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. I think it's pretty much the only thing. You're right. You're right. Because you can go on there once, and if you go on there twice, then you sell out everywhere you go. Wow, really? Yeah. For the most part, yeah. And the funny thing about Rogan is, regardless of you, you don't even have to be that funny. No. Because it's not a funny podcast. Right. No. Yeah. It's mostly him showing you pictures of like animals killing each other and things like that. And then you can't even see that on the podcast. But you're like, okay, sure. Yeah. And then then they'll take some 30. And then each political campaign will take 30 seconds (laughs) out of a two and a half hour episode and be like, see, 
You know, Joe Rogan proved my point for me. You have to have stamina, though, which I've already proved that I yeah. can't. Like in the three-hour podcast, I'd ask yeah. Joe Rogan, like, is there like an animal show or something? <laughs> or, like, is there a dog show I, in the middle? I of watch this? it in the like the clips uh, online, like on YouTube, and I oh, very passively. I'm like, hey, I'm gonna mow the lawn, <laughs> and I'm gonna just listen to this because yeah. If you had told me that the guy from Fear Factor was gonna Crazy. be the number one yeah. podcast yeah. in the world, the janitor from news radio. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, lo- I love him, but he or like I don't love him. He doesn't do it for me, but I wish him the best. Uh, it's amazing that he's you know, doing I, awesome. I appreciate anybody that's like again. He did it very gorilla style. He's just doing yeah. it. Yeah, and and, and he, I don't even think he sought out to do it. It just happened. No, he's never put any money in advertising. Yeah. That's cool. him and Jamie. I like that about it too. He does have some great bits, and there it's. It, um, he has one of my favorite bits, which is he has a bit about like if you were to get the founding fathers, at, back here today, <laughs> they would be so mad. That we didn't write anything new. <laughs> yeah, like, you didn't totally. write anything new. You're so lazy. He goes, I wrote that with a feather. That's, that's very funny. That's a great bit. Yeah, this is an interesting. Like you probably as podcasters, I I I said this to my wife the other day. I go, you know, at the end of his life, I there will be no human in history more well documented than Joe Rogan. Oh. because four times a week he puts out two yeah. and a half hours of yeah. his thoughts. Yes. Yeah. Two and a half hours of his over ten hours a week of just the of of and plus his stand up you know plus like I mean and that's not just his jokes his thoughts his opinions yeah. I don't know if there will ever be which is like an interesting idea because like why was it this guy yeah, <laughs> yeah. It Joe Rogan. A lot of time. do you have the, anyone that you listen to like a lot like for me it's Adam Carolla I listen to like an hour probably I, every I re- day uh, I really like Conan's podcast mm. yeah um, I do too. And it's also just like, I mean, he brings in like, you know, like he's like, okay, so we got Tom Hanks this week. Yeah. (laughs) You're like, what? Uh, So I would say Conan's is the one that I probably, and then I've just got like some nerdy ones that I listen to, like the Weekly Planet. It's like a comic book Mm. one, you know, and um, you read a lot of comics. Uh, not as much as I did when I was younger. I still do, and my 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 kids are into him now, which is like unbelievable. Got to be Good. exciting. Oh, it's the best. So yeah, it's super fun, and and we read comics, and they like study like the encyclopedias of them, which is really? awesome. Wait, like like encyclopedia of like Marvel? They'll have they have like a Marvel oh, one and a DC fuck. one. That book is the book I never bought, but in in the bookstore, I'd always pick it up and like. Oh, who's it's this? It's amazing. Silver Streak? Or, what is yeah, it? You know, an encyclopedia? They have yeah. an encyclopedia. It's like, for, every, yeah. it's like so thick. It's like three inches thick, and it's every character ever created in the Marvel Universe, even the side yeah. weird characters. Their like, main, and then it'll have like their main storylines, uh-huh. yep. and then you're just skimming through, and then you get to Spider-Man. has like eight pages. Yeah. Like, oh! <laughs> oh my god! Oh Spider-Man. My god. I'm a lesbian. Spider-Man was always my dude. Always. <laughs> well, because so he was a kid. That's yeah. what was. So uh, it was the most it. relatable person yeah. for me. Is like, right. oh, he's a kid getting picked on, and then he he gets superpowers because he got bit on accident. Yeah. It's like he didn't wasn't born this powerful. Anyway, I could go all night. Yeah, no, Spider-Man. I'm with you. So. Uh yeah, I don't know. Remember how we got there? I want to ask you about. Okay, so a lot of our listeners have kids nice. and their parents, and I feel like all they hear from Bo and I is just that we were put out from this whole thing because we like can't go to Palm Springs or like we can't get our Thai yeah. food. So I want you to tell us like. <laughs> well, they're it- upset about that too. They wanted to go to Palm Springs. Yeah. They wanted to take Did their they? kids Did to they? Palm Springs. Yeah. yeah, they didn't want their like uh fall break to get canceled because school started later <laughs> yes yeah. like we keep getting teased by like the we're like and we were supposed to i mean obviously we're supposed to go back in august and they got put there like mid-september and then they were supposed to be november 30th then when they sent us that email my wife like started like like a maniacal laugh <laughs> she was like in the corner and she just like she was just like the joker like i just <laughs> started losing her mind and i knew what it was i knew that it had gotten delayed to november 3rd and when we saw the november 30th one we knew there it's was over. no chance There's there no was way. no chance because they're not going to bring them two weeks no way before christmas why why do all that right work? exactly and things have gotten so much so we um we actually uh on our jog uh saw the kindergarten teacher today and I was like, see you back in school in April. And it took everything she had not to cuss at me, which really? was fun because it's it would be great to see a kindergartner teacher cuss. <laughs> because she knows she knows I'm a comedian. It's like it's fun. She comes to my shows and stuff. But like it was she just knows like there's no end in sight. Yeah. I think really? that's the most frustrating thing. If your kids yeah. are like in our in California where they haven't gone back at all. Right. You know, there's no end in sight right now. There's no date that means no, anything. No. Oh yeah, first of the year. Oh, really? It's gonna get better after the holidays? Yeah. yeah now yeah, that everyone's no, gathering no. again. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a friend who's a teacher, uh, who teaches like I think junior high, if I'm not mistaken. No, no, no. It, it's 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 somewhere in the 
first six grades. Yeah. And she teaches art and she's in Ohio. It's called elementary school. Yeah, elementary. <laughs> sure. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know these things. Babies. Um, yeah. But like uh, she works at uh, a Catholic school and they're full on like every yeah. day, all day. Yeah. And she's like, they go in she's like, person? yeah, she's like, like I, I, I hear of this time where people are not here or like teaching. Yeah. She's like, I'm here every fucking day and kids are getting COVID left <gasps> and right. Yeah. And, and she's like, and I still got to be here. This is bullshit. I, think I don't think I want. I don't want that. I don't. I have no answer on this. It's scenario. probably really tough as a parent. Wait, you have three kids. I have three kids. Yeah, and uh, one's an eighth grader. Uh, I always forget the middle one's great. Um, she's <laughs> somewhere in between fifth and sixth grade. It's elementary. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the other one's in first grade. I listen. I I have no solutions to this. But I know that the government has worked very hard to prioritize certain things being open, and those things are not school. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like In-N-Out Burger. Like Walmart. strip clubs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Strip we have, clubs. We have Padres getting stabbed at strip clubs. Wow. Uh, that strip clubs are open while schools are closed. We have casinos mm-hmm. that are open while churches are closed. Right. We have like parks being closed yeah. and restaurants being open. You're like, th- th- I think what like some people I, I like... My most far right conservative friends, I yell at them on these things. They talk about, oh, the government's overreaching the control. It's like this hasn't revealed to me their desire for control. It's revealed their absolute complete incompetence yes. <laughs> yes. to do anything because politicians have always, have forever been the dumbest amongst us uh-huh. because great minds don't go into politics. Right. They don't. They invent yeah. things. They create things. They don't make policy. They sure. don't go sign up to win popularity contests <laughs> all the time. That's why Barack was so refreshing because you're like, this dude is brilliant. Yeah. 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 Like this guy is very, and regardless of where you stand on his politics, right. you're right. like, at least he's articulate and he's thoughtful. Yes. And this guy is an intelligent human being. Right. And then sometimes you'll have like a Dick Cheney is like, that guy's brilliant, <laughs> also evil, but at least he's smart. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> like, yep. sure. Like, but you know, or what? a Bush where like they don't, they're not smart, but at least they're like, they smile. Yeah. At least they have a they have a soul. Yeah, exactly. You know, they're like they're like a dumb golden retriever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But at least he's a human. We just keep rolling all these non-humans to like represent us. You know. And so that's what the thing. So when you see these people, you're like, you're guessing all of my. They're not my dumbest friends, but they're kind of like who are going into (laughs) politics or something like that. You're like. Like Gavin Newsom looks like a Gavin. Yeah, like, he does. Oh, for he's sure. so fucking evil. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, you, I mean, like you're just like you're just such a bro. Like I hate. Yeah. I do too. He's so slimy. This part has shown me because I am, you know, a conspiracy theorist. But I, I realize that they don't have like a master plan because that, that's also giving them too much I would never give credit. them that too much. I would never give them that's that much I've credit. Realized. Yeah, because it's like no. the whole pandemic thing, blah, blah, blah. Normally yeah. I would believe that, but then seeing how things are just so mismanaged, yeah. I'm, I'm like, oh, okay. I, yeah. I can see how sometimes we give them, yeah. like, there's this master plan. No, there's not. Look at how everything's no, what, messed what, up. What happened was like when we were in Holland High School, we thought that the person who was like ASB president, <laughs> who was usually like a smart kid, yeah. like we thought that person was going to go on to be in politics. And no, they went on to be a doctor or some achiever or right. to invent something. Yeah. But the dumb prom king... <laughs> Yes. Who literally had no skills, no one. He was just good looking. Yeah, he just became Gavin from the country. Exactly. Club. Yeah. 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 He, yeah. Exactly. It, like he became governor, and you're like, yeah. this dude was dumb the whole time. <laughs> he was just a decent hang, you know. And definitely, it was like the first of us all to start drinking. I you know, coke uh, from him. I bought coke from yeah, my Gavin. Yeah, <laughs> from my Gavin. <laughs> but that's the thing. Even with Newsom, like you're like his kids are in school because he can pay for private school. Yeah. My kids aren't. On school i just run a small business that's based on live entertainment yeah. and you keep shutting down our venues in california even though la jolla comedy store is outdoors spaced out yeah. everyone's wearing masks they partnered with the restaurant so we're supporting two businesses in addition to all the staff in addition to the comedians who are working all being supported but your kids get to go to school yeah. and you get to go eat at the french restaurant yep. the, you know the french yep. quarter with, with 14 people yeah. all who are in charge of making the laws and you're yeah, sending the pe- lobbyists right like the medical the lobbyists are there and yeah. you're going sending people to hawaii (laughs) and you're sending people to disney world to scout whether or not disneyland can open like it's just the dumbest they're not even trying anymore like i would never give them a message there's absolute buffoon don't get me wrong i don't covet their position like because there's no like easy way to handle a pandemic but i would i would i would so much respect a uh like a uh politician who's like 
bro, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'm going into real estate right now. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Gavin looks like his face belongs on a Remax sign. Yeah, exactly. That's for sure. Like yeah, yeah, for sure. That or, yeah, he's a Cobra Kai teacher. Uh, uh, so then are, are you and your family just all working from home day in and yeah, day out? Yeah, I mean, we get up, at, the alarm goes off, you know, 7.38. We get up, make coffee. I sit down next to the first grader because she needs supervision in the Zoom school. The other two kids go do their Zoom school in their room. Uh, my wife does her work in the morning. We tag at lunch, and then I go do mine. And we're lucky. We're lucky that we are a two-parent home, yeah. that we sure. can work from home. Sure. It's just like, I don't see... And it's not it's not political because like England has figured this out. They shut down businesses, but they were like schools have to stay open. Sure. What would you prioritize more important than the education of your right, children? Right. We're gonna have a, right. Go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say we're going to have a lot. There's going to be a generation of. Uh, of uh, of an era of uh, kids of who are just like <laughs> yes. dumb as fuck. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because parents yeah. are like, I don't even know this shit. I was just like giving this to the yeah. teacher. I'm not teaching this shit. Uh, you guys just play video yeah. games or do whatever. I'm I'm out. The joke I did in my special where my son asked me what an integer was is true. I had no idea. <laughs> it had something to do with math. <laughs> something to do with math. I couldn't I, tell I still you. don't know what they are either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe it's a prime number. I don't know. <laughs> I want to get I'm back to your special, uh, but I also, we have a camp for the week question which is something oh, right. where people write in and they, they want to ask you a question. Oh, cool. Okay, so, Meryl, let's do this. Okay. Why do you hate Meryl? <laughs> oh, what is if that it's what like it is? signed by Claro yeah, called, Limo. Called What's Up I don't think Meryl. Dustin hates me. Even if you hate me, I'm okay with it. I love I myself, no, but I, no, still, no. I have love for you. Just say you hate her, please. I have no, 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 I don't have. Bo wants me yeah. to not, like, Okay, Meryl, what's you're the camper of the week question? Let's okay. do this. Roll call, and now it's time for the camper of the week. Joey wants to know, um, what's something that you worry about too much that you shouldn't? Oh, gosh. Everything? <laughs> I mean, your special is called Overwhelmed. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the bit that I do about sleep in there, about yeah. not being... I mean, that's my life. I mean, you just... I'm so tired, and then everything just hits you. I had this dream last night. Uh, this is... Um, uh, I had a dream last night. I had a dream that I was having a panic attack, which I've had those in real life, but a dream. And in that dream, a doctor and a comedian friend of mine were just telling me to get over it. <laughs> and I woke up, my heart's still racing. Cause you know how that sometimes when something happens in your dream, it's yeah. happening. Yeah. By like, yeah. I just, I like yelled at my brain. I was like, screw you brain. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. like, why can't we just sleep? Like, so I worry about, everything was the doctor someone specific or just like a just a generic doctor? doctor he looked like the doctor from the simpsons he was just some, like <laughs> some oh, generic yeah, doctor, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah uh but it was like uh but the, the doctor was me in the dream like okay. the doctor was me telling me your feelings aren't valid i'm getting a little deep here uh, you know no, i love it that. yeah anytime you know anytime i like anytime the few times that i have had like panic attacks mm -hmm. like my I'm my my brain is saying like saying like quit being such a, a wuss like yeah. just get over this like why yeah. are you like this like oh gosh <laughs> this is ugly uh <laughs> do you have them at all when you're traveling uh no yeah I mean they they don't show discrimination on location <laughs> 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 they've happened multiple places um the, I you know on the on when I'm on the road I just pretty much give up on sleep it's just not really, really? a thing that can happen I mean like some really so you don't even you don't, you don't even get like two no i'll get a few hours. i'll get a couple hours but it's yeah. not usually until the sun comes up really which is funny because really? i'm not that way at home like i sleep pretty well at home why do you, why do you think that is just i can't it's like uh mark norman has a bit similar to mine it's just like you know it's like you'll see the mattress commercial and <laughs> it'll be like oh man you know he's like oh if you were more comfortable you think it's the lack of comfort and he goes, no, it's this Japanese game show going into my brain right here. Yeah. And he goes, I could sleep on gravel if I would have had a good childhood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's what I, that is very, you know, similar to the, to the I think that, uh, right, your greatest strength is your great, greatest liability. And, uh, you know, like that's the brain, same brain that comes up with jokes and contents and idea yes. is the same one that's like, sure. hey, we don't go to bed. Yeah. We, we pass out. You're just constantly creating and that, yeah. that really is your downfall. And a lot of it's stupid stuff. So I don't want to sound sure. like I'm some artist type right, here. Right, right, right. Like it's like Carlin, Carlin said this about stand up. He said like comedy is an art form, but it's a low art form. <laughs> 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 and I totally agree with that. Like it's it's there. I'm not going to I won't be like, no, we're not an artist. We're only entertained. Like we're 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 more entertained, but we're low art. Let's not 
we're not. I would disagree with we're that. We're not Picasso up here, you know. Uh, <laughs> even as form, even as far as spoken word goes, we're on the lower end yeah. of art form. There, <laughs> music is art. That's why music. Somebody said, Tammy, I, uh, you can tell my world is comics. Tammy Pescatelli said this. She said, um, "Comedy is for everybody. Stand up is not." And mm. that there is a difference there. True. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Recently, I was just in Sullivan with my boyfriend, and there was like, this like weird white dog that was barking, like just in a funny way. And I told I told my boyfriend that dog to me is like funnier than Dave Chappelle, like oh the entire God. stand-up. I know. <laughs> where it was like like the way that the dog was barking, I like that that touches me in a way that Dave Chappelle just like will never oh do that. Man. Uh, it's me, oh man, great to be on the podcast. <laughs> really, really great. You brought in someone that literally thinks dogs are funnier yeah. than the greatest stand-up comedian of all. All time the way like a you dog really barked at one person yeah like you really went for it there yeah you know adam carolla is a stand-up comedian I love right him. yeah He's my favorite. Uh, no one I, can name one of his jokes <laughs> but, <yeah. laughs> Never could. don't even care about a stand-up yeah, exactly, did i tell yeah. you that's unprecedented we've had someone on the podcast twice did i say that already i yeah. did right He's gonna yeah. be on our third <laughs> yes i'm gonna be the third before you have oh a second do you take anything for your sleep no no do you take anything at all Mm-mm. Oh, so overwhelmed, but not medicated. No. Uh, yeah. I think that I, I'm not against it. You know, mm. I don't know that maybe that's me telling me to get over it. Uh, <laughs> the doctor in your head is like, <laughs> yeah, maybe the occasional melatonin, you know, Okay, uh, yeah. but that's that's pretty natural. I've never had melatonin. I like it. I've done acid, but I mean, <laughs> so whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Melatonin, you could just go by next to your vitamin B or whatever. Like it's, it's not the same thing. I don't, um, I worry about a lot of stuff. Um, most of which are career related. And then I worry that I'm failing as a dad. Oh, geez. So, I'm sure every dad is like that. The Unless good ones the are. Worst I think, dad. I yeah, think, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I think that you just go. That's one of the things that'll get on replay. Sometimes you're just like your fails because you just there's just no such thing as bad sure. a thousand as a parent. You know? No way. No you way. Know, you like, can't be at your best all the time. No, 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 no. You don't know. You don't know what to do. There's no guide. But and dads are supposed to know. That's like you are yeah. supposed to be the one that like yeah. holds it all together. It's, it's funny. The things that you remember that you said that were absolutely detrimental to someone, even not as a dad. Yeah. I can tell you like things that I said that I was like, Ooh, that was a dick thing to say. Yeah. And, then, and you're like, I wish I had not said that or said, I'm sorry immediately. Yeah. But then I didn't. And then it like built and yeah. I can't imagine what that pressure would be to say mm. something yeah. or do something and then have that be like, I just fucked up my child. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's what it feels like. You're just like, well, I'll pay for that therapy. You know, <laughs> I, oof, yeah. But I think that that's like, I don't know, the grace is in the rebound, right? Like when mm-hmm. you just like the conversation afterwards. And, sure. You know, I think we, you know, our generation, because we're all similar peer levels here, mm-hmm. like of ours is like the, our parents didn't talk about their failures. They just kind of had to act like they didn't happen a lot of the time, (laughs) you know, and they would just like that. They were always right. And there is a lot of power in just going to your kid like my bad. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I overstepped here. You know, I was wrong here. You know, it's uh, never feels good, but it's like, always the right thing you're like oh long term hopefully that clears i was just that gonna ask bit. what it's what's it like to be wrong i just don't even know <laughs> oh, <laughs> i'm just kidding let me play episodes uh, one um, through one through one i want to i want to snap back to the special because i want to get you out of here i know you got a life and you got a show tonight of all hey, things zoom show baby. Zoom um, show. so yeah. on your amazon show uh-huh. uh i wanted to ask you did you get to pick the audience? Were they friends? Were they people that you knew? It was a mix, and that's exactly how I wanted it. I had a mix of friends, uh, you know, and which was cool. I had some like, uh, and uh, you know, do you ever like, you know, sometimes you get a cool thing, so you invite up, like you invite your like cooler friends. Yeah, of course. Like I had my friend Dustin Kenzer, who's the lead singer of Thrice there, which is like one of my favorite Whoa, bands, I and I was like, oh, cool. And then like there was like a other like, guy who was like a former NFLer there, Whoa. and I kind of know his wife, like, and I was like, hey, do you get? Because I, I had to be people near LA. Sure. So and then the night of, and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. I should have invited the dumbest, the easiest crowd that yeah. would just laugh at well, anything I well, said, not tastemakers. Well, you know? one thing that I was gonna say is, uh, I don't think in a comedy show I've ever seen so many. Well, two things: attractive people, right, and then also, yeah. and then also diverse people, right. I can't. I mean, there were so many, uh, for lack of a better term, mixed relationships. Right. It was like every relationship was one black person, right. one white person. I was like, this is amazing. The very this first. This is very 2020. It was very June 2020. Yeah. Yeah. The very, <laughs> so the first person you see, a guy in a mask, and he's got like his longer uh, braided hair. 
He's the very first person. He's one of my best friends named Adrian. He's a black guy. Like he used to, I used to work with him down at the rec center. And I was so thrilled that he was there. And he's the very first person that you see. Yeah. And like, and I told him, I was like, dude, we're going to put you up front. I love it. You're not as like a token, but I was like, you're a beautiful man. Yeah. yeah. And I told him, I was like, you are so good looking. And he's literally a model, you know, like, and, and it, it was, so it was a mix of some invites and I didn't, you know, and then, you know, the producer was black and the production company is black owned and ran, mm. you know, and so like that was some of their folks. Mm -hmm. And it was it wasn't intentional in like the token we we're counting demographic. So I way. wasn't. A no, no, no. Yeah, it I was intentional. And we're like, they hey, were dressed nice. We're right? inviting. Well, you got to dress nice. for <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. if we invited you guys, you would have been like, hey, doll up. You might yeah. be on camera. There's only. <laughs> Not only you might, you're going to be on camera. Sure, There's sure. only 25 people <laughs> at each of those shows, you well, know. Well, that's my follow-up question. Why weren't we invited, I guess, is my well, main thing. Well, I, I wanted to invite wow. you. I just thought Meryl was a package <laughs> deal. And so we were only doing plus twos. Oh, boy. I uh, will say, though, that, like, it is um, when it, you, like, performing in front of a diverse group of people, and I mean that in diverse in every sense of the word, uh, race, age, demographic, uh, thought, political, mm -hmm. all, which that group sure. was because I knew it a decent it. amount it of that group. It. And when you can get something to make all of them laugh, yeah. you go, okay, I got something good here. Absolutely. Yeah. And it really kind of trims the fat in some of your other stuff. Yeah. You're like, okay, like this was pandering or maybe this was getting a joke for the wrong. Like I used mm. to have this joke. I'll use an example. I used to have this joke. Um, where I talked about, and I think I might kind of resurrect it. I just have to find the angle on it where it's, it's very true to me, which was the answer is always in the middle. It mm. always is. It's always in the middle, you know, because mm. the extremes aren't, uh, extremes aren't usually seeking truth. Um, they're usually seeking attention, I see. uh, which is not truth, you know, and like truth is always nuanced and da -da. Mm -hmm. so the joke is about immigration. You know, we live in San Diego. This is a thing. And people say you need to build a wall, keep everybody out. That's stupid. You need to do nothing. Let everybody in. That's so we don't need to build a wall. What we do is we need to build a bridge to Canada <laughs> and then, you know, we'll call it ponchos de parkas is the name of the program. Okay. Great joke. Like, but what happened is sometimes I would do that joke in more conservative areas mm. and they were laughing for the wrong reason. Uh, they were yeah, laughing yeah. like, hell yeah. Ship them out. Yeah. Yeah. Ship yeah. them up to Canada. Yeah. We don't want them. They're like, okay, that's not what I'm going for. Yeah. The joke. Is, and now the, the, the button at the end now, as I say, like, like, you know, po politics are so bad right now that you hear that like a real idea. Yeah. Because, we, yeah. because like that compared to space force is a less unrealistic you're, idea. You're totally right. You know? So it's it, but it is like, sometimes you get to laugh for the wrong reason in a crowd like that. That's the, you you, you, I, I wouldn't even really touch that kind of joke because I was like, it isn't massaged enough. Like a lot of time with jokes, like I, I use the analogy is like you're like a cat, like doing the kneading or whatever before it yeah. lays down. You're like, I'm yeah. just trying to feel this all out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you guys going to give me this or not this? And, and it's very important too in a group like that, that you can't be offended by somebody else. Because if like, because I talk a lot about race in that special. Sure. Which is uncomfortable mm -hmm. for me to talk about race. Everyone's like, Ugh. so if I make a joke, about, you know, my kid can't go to the NBA because he's not a tall black guy. Sure. And if you're like a white person, you feel tense, but there's a black guy laughing next to you. You're like, all right, we're good here. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. You, that's because that one of the biggest crimes to comedy is being offended on a, by a, uh, on behalf of somebody else. Absolutely. And, you know, like there's very clear punching down sometimes right. in acts. None of that stuff is here, but there's like buzzwords that you hear people say. Like, Ooh, I don't know. Yeah. Can he say that? Like that's the enemy of comedy. One thing I loved about the special was uh, there is this element that you really only get in live comedy and you almost never see in a special, which is uh, a little bit of crowd work and a little bit of like things that happen that are, are unpredictable. Mm -hmm. Right. And in your special, there is that moment or a couple moments, it's a couple moments. With, yeah. With, with, with those people <laughs> and, and the one guy who, falls asleep essentially yeah, that, real. that was not a friend I, that is real I, so someone I, fell asleep i yeah. love this so much because you stop your show that you're recording for essentially like what you know is going to be amazon yeah. your, biggest be moment. your biggest yeah. moment easily the biggest yeah. moment and, in my career and you yeah. look over and in the first row yeah. off to the side there's a guy who's asleep asleep yeah <laughs> 
See, I love yeah. that. I love that. The I, highest I love it so much. Yeah, the highest compliment that I have gotten is I've gotten, I've actually had other comics accuse him of, of me of it being a plant. Ah. Like there's been a little stuff, a little murmuring that uh-huh. I've heard, uh-huh. which is great. Because yeah. that means they're like, that was so good that it doesn't seem real. Right. Yeah. So I take that as a compliment, even though they're absolutely wrong. I would never, I would never put a plant. I think that would be a bad idea. <laughs> Sleep is terrible. Because that could come off so fake. Oh, gosh. Yeah, yeah. it could be if so If you bad. go back and watch the special. Uh, We're not going to do that. Okay. Just, if you bought I mean, it. Uh, uh, we really, you, I, I mean, I rented. I, I only had 48 hours. Yeah, I I'm understand. so sorry. If you ever do, I'll post the clip. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in a little bit, yeah. Um, eventually, <laughs> not until everyone who listens to this, but it's, there's actually one of my favorite moments of the special is, uh, you know, cause I'm watching it and reliving it and I've watched it so many times because I went through the editing sure, process. Of course, and stuff. of course. You, I'm, I'm setting up a joke and you see my eyes catch him <laughs> <laughs> and I go, is he, is this guy's? And then I go back to my joke and then I look back again to confirm. And now the good news is, is this was on the second show. So we do two shows. Of course. And if he would have fallen asleep the first show, I don't know that I would have said anything because I was like, we already have one in the can. But I know if we can create a moment here, uh, then this will be one of the highlights of the special. And it did turn into that. And uh, I was... I, as it was happening, I was like, this is so fun. I think that's very bold of you. I think a lot of comics would have just been like, that's not happening. I'm going to not, I'm not, I'm not sure. going to attach myself yeah. to it. Or because, <laughs> because I think that that does show like, yeah, uh, I think some weaker comics would think that that's a weak moment. But I, I really yeah. love that you grabbed onto it. And you're like, are you fucking kidding so wait, me? Did you wake him up? Like, was he sleeping? And then did he you was address asleep. him? And, and that's uh, yeah. when you woke him up. He was asleep. <laughs> yes, we I, I watched did, but I can't remember he, if he was, like, he, you woke him up. He was fully up. out at that point. I woke him up. <laughs> and he, the tr- it was it was so r- bizarre because we were only 12 minutes in. Right. Oh it God, was really, him. we were really early. deep into the special at that point. I was like, what did this guy do before this? <laughs> That he just sat down. He's like, finally, at the end of a hard day, I get to go down. So it was, it was, well, thank you for saying that. I felt, um, full disclosure, in my act, I do a decent amount of crowd work, but not a lot. Yeah. I do it when I feel like I have to, but also, full disclosure, I couldn't afford to have one crowd member asleep. Yeah. Because everybody can see everybody. Yeah. And he's next to three people. Yep. And if he's asleep, that means I'm going to lose this whole side. And now a third of the crowd is out. I I have to have everybody laughing. And and it ended up being one of the biggest pops of it. And it kind of woke everybody up. Yeah. Yeah. Because I felt like the special is going good. Everything's working. And then when that happens, we all come like. I I felt that. I felt that in that moment. I felt like that was. That's what live comedy feels like. There's always a moment. That's what I was kind of saying is like when you see a special, a lot of times it feels like, okay, you're in a theater, you're doing this thing, you've got your thing. But like this felt like a a live comedy show. Right. And and I loved that about it. And you don't get that a lot. And it was also an outside show. So there's a couple times you hear a plane go over me. (laughs) And then there's also we're next to that hazardous waste. And it was a cold night, and so the the I didn't I found this out afterwards. Like the chemicals were like expanding. Oh my god! And that's why you keep hearing that like bung. That, <laughs> oh yeah. Bung. It happened probably. We had to edit a few of them out because at a certain point you're just like. It, well, honestly, it's amazing. I really do recommend everybody. Thank uh, you guys. To go check Appreciate it out. That. Uh, tell people where they can get it. I know we said it's on Amazon. Prime. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Uh, it's also on. It, the, probably the, if you if you're looking for the direct links, just go to my website, DustinNickerson.com, and uh, it'll be the first thing when it pops up. You're awesome. And Thanks. follow him on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's get it, guys. some more followers. I just winked at Dustin. I'm sorry. I yeah. yeah. And I give you a hang loose. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I started doing that about a year ago, uh, ironically, and then in the last three months, I was like, no, I mean it now. That's <laughs> I'm down with that's so funny. It's a very dad thing too. Yeah. Like, yeah. You're like tomorrow I'm gonna go jog with my wife. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I just want to say it is nice to see you guys get along. This but is this, a, this yeah. also means this is the death of you. You'll never be back on this it's, podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm glad that you've committed to that Dang idea. It. Dang uh, it. It was love this you. or Rogan. These are my two yeah. choices. <laughs> Rogan's actually just in my room right <laughs> oh, here. Oh, there so, you go. So he was waiting, but now you ruined it. Yeah. So uh, we love you. Thank, Thank you for you being guys. here. You're always awesome. Go check him out, Dustin Nickerson. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. We're still, I am not unzipping that bag. Oh, we're staying staying in. in. I'm surprised you came back out with me.
Uh, I felt I something say, this time. I felt something with you. What did you feel you. this time, Bo? Okay, so I went in here thinking, like, these people don't like each other, uh-huh. and I saw that fucking twinkle in your <laughs> eye that I see when you get around boys. Uh-huh. I think you kind of like him. I think you're right. I think this time... I think you want to have him as a fuck toy. That's what uh, I think. He is a married dad. I didn't say that so he wasn't th- married. I just According said... According to my type? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think things changed. I respect his art. I saw you. Your He's mouth does this thing where you start to open it and it like glistens. You like drool a little bit. And my tongue comes out. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, you're, oh, like, oh. you're like... Aru! Yeah, you could totally tell. We we just happen to have a lot of hottie boombalati boys on it, so you oh. have to witness me over and over oh, and be like, "Oh, is that what it is?" Yo, girl. I mean, boy. You were so dying to get Dustin to like you, and in this this episode, I realized like now you really want him to like you in a different way. Yeah. You really want this motherfucker. I respect him and respect his him wife. Too. This is not what we're talking about. Right. I'm just saying, like, as as almost like a a silly story on the side. Yeah. I could tell you, I, I you had a you had a you had a, a female boner for this this guy. I am not going to deny it. I knew it. We're never going to jog together I, and rear three children. Shit. But I am not going to deny that uh, there was a little bit of it. I think on my end it turned from inquisitiveness to I'm not going to say attraction. No, like uh, you know, admiration. <laughs> you know what I think it is? Yeah. You're addicted and so attracted to success. He has an a, an Amazon special now. He's you're like, oh fuck, he's doing it. Absolutely. He's doing it. He's doing it for an hour. Uh huh. <laughs> That's about thirty minutes more than I need. <laughs> <laughs> I love Dustin. He's great. Me too. He's, he's great. a super chill dude. And again, he told you where to go. Go to Amazon Prime. You can go to his website, DustinNickerson.com. Mm-hmm. Check him out. He's a really solid dude and a very funny guy. Uh, we wish him the best, and that for sure will be the last time we ever talk to him on this podcast. Never. I also no, feel like I felt some connection between you guys on, like, you know, the nerdy type things, the comics. That's oh, but I, I think I think in the first time around, you're just getting to know people on, on a very surface right. level. Like, oh, so what are you doing? How was that? And on this time, it's like. I think Dustin and I are in many ways the same guy uh, deep down inside mm-hmm. with like the things we like. Yeah. You know, he he made an end game reference, which you were like, what's that? I'm yeah. like, obviously, that's a Marvel movie. I was just picturing him deep down. Inside. Jesus <laughs> no, no, I'm just Christ. Kidding. No, I'm okay. really just kidding. Yeah. Uh, I don't Church, want uh, <laughs> children, comedy. <laughs> the three C's. Go Cat- check out Cat- Dustin. We got to give uh, Meryl a... a, a <laughs> A shower, or something. a yeah, shower totally. of yep. some sort, uh, which actually I want to talk to you because I was at your apartment. Don't your, even. Your tub me. is super dirty. Uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for tuning in. We love you so much. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, Email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Merrill on Instagram at campfireshitshow. And please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. But don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show.